Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm not tracking any of those films. That didn't do anything for me. The Mean Girls thing. And then... Tina Fey goes out and does this media tour where she says, oh, it was too mean. It was kind of uh, at its at, at the time that I wrote it originally, it was not inclusive. I'm like, it's the biggest insult movie of the modern era written by a woman. What, you got to go out and apologize to? How weird is that? You just can't, you can't placate the left. It's one reason I'm glad I'm not a part of the left because... You could do something that 20 years ago. When did she write the original um, film? Maybe 2001, 2002. Okay, yeah, so 20-some years ago. She comes up with this movie that is really snarky and really nasty. And uh, I had a bunch of friends who thought it was the greatest thing ever. I was was like, this is stupid. Um, (laughs) I'm not interested. I try to avoid people who behave like this. So I'm not really interested in watching the movie uh, that, that, that perpetuates it and kind of validates this behavior. So she does something that is all the rage 20 years ago. Now she's got to come back. And the only reason I'd be interested in seeing the, mo- the, 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 the film here is to try to figure out with, with the music, the musical aspect of it, which is lousy. If you, if you saw the touring version, it wasn't that good, um, is how do you placate a bunch of leftists who, who refuse to be placated, who have no sense of humor? <laughs> I don't know how you do that. So I'm glad not to be a part of your group because um, you're really mean and nasty people. So it's interesting that it made that much money. 707 on this Monday morning. It's the 15th day of January 2024. I'm John Reed. Glad to be back here in Richmond after an extended trip through Asia. I'll tell you a little bit more about the trip. I'm not going to turn it into John's travels uh, every day on the show here, but I do think it's very interesting to look at the way the rest of the world lives and, quite frankly, some of the cities that are doing really, really well, um, economically at least, and are managed in a different way than we are um, and have different social attitudes than we do. And to do a comparison, I was saying in the last half hour, there were times where I would travel overseas and I would go, oh, my God, I'm so thankful. This was amazing. The food was great. The historic sites were terrific. Uh, I love traveling, but I'm glad to be coming back to the United States. And I have to tell you, on the plane, 36 hours of flying yesterday to get back here with all the different flights and delays, uh, I have anxiety about what I'm returning to here 
in the United States. I really am very concerned about what 2024 looks like. I hope that I hope that in another year, if I see you around Richmond, you will say, remember when you came back from your vacation, John, you were so overly dramatic. Oh, my God. You know, you were the. You thought that there was going to be violence in the streets and, you know, that there would be real conflict and that bad things would happen. And you were just so wrong how you were. You were such a a downer when you came back from your vacation. And and you know what? If I'm wrong, I pray to God I'm wrong. I hope that I will have to say, you know what? I get my emotions got ahead of me. And that was not true. I hope that's what I'm in a position to say. But I don't think so. I think we got to be pretty vigilant here. And that's why today at the Capitol, the Virginia Citizens Defense League, hopefully we'll have, even with these cold temperatures, they'll have a really good crowd at the Capitol to remind the Democrats who, from the folks that I communicated with while, <laughs> while I was overseas, they are feeling good about themselves, man. There's nothing they can't do. And they think they're going to run up against Glenn Youngkin and embarrass Glenn Youngkin. I hope that that at least gun owners and people who recognize that gun ownership for the average citizen is an important part of maintaining freedom and not being overrun by tyrants and tyrannical regimes, that um, they're going to make a statement today at the Capitol that reminds the Democrats not to overreach think that's going to be tough, but that's why it's important for all the people who are going to the Capitol today to make that statement. Karen Michael from Karen Michael Consulting was good enough to fill in for an entire week while I was gone, and uh, I was glad to be able to call you a couple of times from from Singapore. That was that was fun to chat with you. How the rest of the week go? Did you feel good about it? It was great. We had a great time. We missed you, but it was really fun, and we got to have some terrific guests. And so I heard it was good really guests. Fun. And I, I was thinking about when you said the thing about the citizens' defense or whatever that that the citizens' defense league. Uh-huh. Do you remember when they had that rally and that woman got arrested because she was wearing a mask at that rally? Right, right. <laughs> oh, how times have changed. <laughs> oh yes, no masks. We don't want to. We don't want to have anybody be able to sneak around now. The the bad guys are using the new social acceptance of masks to come in and rob people blind, and everybody's scared to do anything about it. I think that's about to change. Um, I mean, I think a lot of uh, business owners, white, black, Latino, Asian, uh, have put up with bad behavior and robbery long enough where they're going to I don't want to be overly dramatic, but I think they're going to be flipping off their uh, cameras at the entrance to their stores and locking the doors with the bad guys in the stores and taking care of business on their own since the government has failed them. And we've essentially neutered the police. I can't say that I endorse that, but I think that's where we're headed, where people just they're not going to let their businesses go under because of a bunch of thieves. In masks. I meant to ask Jason Mioras when he was on the show. I forgot to ask him. There's still a law in the books in Virginia that you can't wear a mask unless you have certain medical mm-hmm. certifications, etc. And for a while, Governor Northam expressly in his executive order waived essentially that law. I don't know how he has the authority to do that, but since he you know, played the role of king, I guess he can just wave yeah. his wand and do things like that. <laughs> but once all that went away, I don't understand why we still haven't gone back to that that law because it is true these people especially these protesters these 
Palestinian ceasefire people. I mean, they're all you know, masked up, and it's just— They're playing the system. They know that if they wear black clothes, black masks, there's nothing that can dis- distinguish them from other people. They're never going to get prosecuted, and they're playing the system. And we're all the victims of it. You saw what happened at the White House. I was on the plane oh starting gosh. to get updates that the the uh, pro-Palestinian groups are rioting at the White We're rioting the White House this, is, this weekend, trying to cross over the fence— uh, and, you know, who knows? Biden probably wasn't there. Was Biden still on vacation? I guess I'm one to say something since I've been on vacation. But but Biden's on vacation and they had You're to evacuate. <laughs> I'm not running. It's different. I told some people who were kind of snarky with me, like, oh, you're criticizing Joe Biden. I'm like, well, you know what? If I run for uh, president of the United States or governor of Virginia, you have my commitment that I'll give you 100 percent of my time. But exactly. until then, I'm a radio host and I'm going to take my vacation. But th- they had to evacuate the White House complex. And remember when that happened under Trump, they turned it into Trump being a coward because Trump and his family had to be evacuated to the safe room instead of attacking the bad guys who were trying to break into the complex. We are enabling this attitude. And I think you're right about the the mask rule and law being used by the bad guys to do whatever they want. So I hope somebody's listening. (laughs) Well, I do think that law and order, for me at least, law and order is what's on the books for me. For this session, for the General Assembly, for voting, that's, for me at least, like number one on my list in addition to just, I hope so. law, just lawlessness and chaos is, I think, brewing. I mean, you talked about the airports when you were in Singapore. You realize that in Atlanta Airport right now they're housing the homeless. Yeah. So yeah. it's <laughs> you've got a jungle and a jungle gym and all these things and the airports in Asia and yet here we and so it's just it's just a I don't know what the long term plan is to help people to be successful but the long term plan feels like more homelessness more drugs more just helplessness and instead of trying to lift people up to be successful and I just I don't know why it's a why it's a political question that we want society to live successfully and independently. I just I don't know why that's a political we sh- issue. We should be spending more time sense. studying success rather than lamenting failure. And and honestly, I don't know how you're a Democrat at the state capitol today. Every proposal that you pushed through under Ralph Northam, the end result is more violence in Virginia. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. So at some point, do you accept that even if you were well-intentioned, and I have a couple of friends who are Democrats who I think are nice people who want to do the right thing, and they think I'm not sensitive enough about everybody, I would say to them, look at the result that your well-intentioned plans have have given us and recalibrate. Are you Are you – capable of recalibrating i also wanted to ask you because this kept popping up in my feed you know the never-ending dei uh, you know we're just obsessed with racism in modern america as if that is the most prominent problem uh these days And and i say that on martin luther king day i think it's important for us to recognize how far we've come as a country on mlk day um, well, I have got, good news for you on that what's, front. Oh, tell me. Actually, so this woman who's the chief diversity officer at Johns Hopkins, Dr. Right. Sherlita Golden, sent out her monthly newsletter, Happy New Year. And the diversity word of the year is, or the month, is privilege. And privilege 
provides advantages and favors to members of dominant groups at the expense of members of other groups. And so it's unearned benefits given to people uh, in certain groups. And the list is white, able-bodied, heterosexual, cisgender, male, Christian, middle or owning something, I guess, owning property, middle-aged, English speaking. So like how many, how much of America is that? (laughs) So that is, so she posted this and the good news is that people called her out. Johns Hopkins repudiated it. She did as well. She apologized. Hmm. Like, I do think that this, this, there is a turn of events to say enough is enough. Like we do need people to be included in our organizations. If you have a, a disability, we absolutely want you to we want to provide what you can, what you need to be successful. That's what we should be focusing on. Well, in if our, you've in got something to contribute. And, and so many people do. And I, I, I think that it's just gotten this turn from mm-hmm. let's help everyone to be successful to let's divide people up into oppressors and oppress and figure out. And that's just, is not working. And I was encouraged that she put this out, which I thought was extremely offensive and inappropriate, and basically yeah. described 90% of America, right? I mean, I don't, who doesn't? Right. It? <laughs> and it was interesting. She said middle age because there's a whole law against discrimination against people 40 and over because they're supposedly discriminated against. Mm-hmm. But I was encouraged by the response. I was encouraged that the CEO of Johns Hopkins absolutely called it out. She apologized. I mean, it's lazy, frankly. It's lazy DEI to put yeah. something like this out. But is she still and employed? Yeah, she's still employed. And some people said that they didn't want her to get, that they did all, that they repudiated because they didn't want her to get the, quote, Harvard treatment of, you know, you've got to go. But I think that um, it is, I I am encouraged that we are refocusing to what I think really matters in our workplaces and hopefully our society of of inclusion. And, you know, some of this, this language that I think is very divisive, we've got to that's not DEI, and it's, that's what it kind of had become a little bit. And mm-hmm. we, hopefully, my encouragement is that it was called out, it was um, rescinded, and the, the CEO was very vocal about that fact. Well, that's and good. So that's good. That, that's an encouraging, uplifting moment of 2024. Okay. I will, take it, I will take it as a positive, and I will hope that more people at University of Virginia, at Virginia Tech, at VMI, at all these schools that seem to revel in this, this new mindset of pro-discrimination against white people and men and heterosexual men, uh, even more so, that they will uh, see the rebuke coming because society should rebuke that. That's not the... I, one of the things I want to talk about at some point, we're, we're out of time, Karen, is I, what, what do you think Martin Luther King would say if he arrived in America today and looked at America today? I mean, I'm not a Martin Luther King biographer, but I don't think it would be positive. He, he, he probably approved of some of the welfare programs because I think he was much more closer to, to the socialist mindset than I am. But I don't think racially this was what I was sold on as I uh, – was raised in Virginia. I don't know. That's that's a hypothetical. We could do a whole show on that, but yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I wish I, I wish people would study more of his language and his words and understand what he what he really meant for our society, which is yeah. a society where everyone had opportunity to succeed. And I think we have achieved that. I think people have opportunity yeah. to succeed. Yeah, some people have 
more of a leg up than other people. I mean, my kids, you know, all went to private school and uh, arguably got a very privileged education, but they worked hard and they still work hard. And I think that that's kind of the message we need to talk about more, a message of resilience, because we have opportunity. We just need, I think, to be more resilient as just generally. Karen Michael. I always appreciate the chance to talk to you. Thanks for filling in. Karen Michael Consulting. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, 720. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.